welcome to the How To Dressage podcast and in this episode we're going to look at how to ride medium canter. Now many riders assume that a medium canter is simply a faster canter, but that is not the case. So in this podcast episode we're going to go through what is required in medium canter together with some helpful advice on how you can teach your horse to do it. So firstly, what exactly is medium canter? Well, the experienced dressage rider knows that the most important gait is the canter. Now, it's important to be aware of the natural quality of the canter, as unlike the trot, which can be improved if necessary, the canter belongs to the horse. Now, the rider's goal is to train the horse to change gear within the canter. That is between working canter, medium canter, extended canter, and as the weight-bearing capacity of the hindquarters develops, the collected canter. Now, as you would expect, the medium canter is a longer version of the working canter. It covers more ground because the horse's frame and strides lengthen. Now, the degree of lengthening should be more than the working canter, but less than the extended canter. Now, the important thing to remember is... How much quality does the canter have to start with? So, to determine the answer to that question, consideration should be given to the following four points. So, point one, does the canter have the correct three-beat sequence? Number two, is there a clear and expressive moment of suspension? Number three, has the training to date taught the horse to transfer his weight back onto well-flexed joints in the hindquarters and hind legs, thus enabling more height to the front leg reaction through a well-bent knee joint. And lastly, number four, is the horse able to go forward from the rider's aids with clearly lengthened strides and ground cover and impulsion transmitted from the hindquarters to the mouth via the seat and rein aids? Now, if you as the rider can identify these points in the horse's way of going, then actually riding the medium canter is merely a question of riding forwards and allowing the horse to find its rhythm and balance on an appropriate chosen line. For example, a circle line, a straight line on the long side, or eventually a diagonal line. Now, the judge will want to see the regularity and lightness of the strides clearly demonstrating an uphill tendency. So the hind legs must come further underneath the body and appear to push the horse forwards with the rider still in full control through light and supple seat and rein aids. Okay, so now we're going to talk about some problems in the medium canter. So the first one we're going to talk about is losing the correct rhythm. Now, disruption in the natural rhythm producing a four-beat canter can sometimes occur. Now that can happen if the horse has been ridden too much from the hands and the reins initially. Now it's a big mistake to ride the younger horse in a slower canter and some riders do this with the intention of helping the horse find a better balance. But slowing the canter is always counterproductive and very often ends with a disruption in the gait sequence which is very difficult and time consuming to improve. Now, if you have that problem, then we do have a podcast episode and a blog post titled How to Correct a 4-Beat Canter, so you can search for that in our archives. 
But moving on to problem number two, which is that the horse comes on the forehand. Now, some horses are built with straighter hind legs and longer backs than others, which will result in the starting point of the canter being more on the shoulders. Now, in these cases, the rider has to learn to ride many transitions to carefully teach the horse to bring the weight more towards the hindquarters and away from the shoulders. Again, if you have this problem, we have a podcast episode and we have a blog post titled How to Get Your Horse Off His Forehand. But the last problem we're going to cover is crookedness. Now, all young horses will have a certain amount of crookedness. And this must not be overlooked in the training as only a supple horse can move straight and only a straight horse can be supple. Now straightness and suppleness are finely connected and the rider must ride forwards to achieve it. Now if the horse is prompt and reactive to the rider's forward seat aids and is also responsive to the restraining rein and hand aids, then riding a medium canter even on a big moving horse, is just a matter of sitting deep in the saddle, looking up into the line that you wish to ride along, and remembering to sit down again and apply a rein aid to come back. Now let's move on to talk about what is the judge looking for. Well, medium canter first appears in British dressage novice level dressage tests, where the exercise is ridden down the long side of the arena. Now, in the more challenging tests, medium canter is also ridden on a 20-metre circle. And at novice level, clear transitions in and out of medium canter are not required, but you will get better marks if you can show them. So, a good medium canter, the judge is looking for the following qualities. So, number one, transitions into and out of medium canter. Number two, the tempo of the rhythm and the rhythm itself should not change. Number three, the horse's stride and frame should lengthen and he covers more ground than he does in working canter. Number four, the horse's balance is uphill. Number five, the rider remains in balance without leaning backwards. Number six, the horse works through a supple swinging back to seek an elastic contact without hollowing And lastly, number seven, the horse remains straight without bringing his hindquarters to the inside. Now, from elementary level upwards, the judge expects to see very clear transitions into and out of the medium canter. Now, before we move on to teaching the medium canter, there are first some rider requirements that you need to have in place. Because before you can teach your horse medium canter, you need to address several key aspects of your riding. So number one is an independent seat. So your seat must be independent and that means that you can sit in balance with your horse, follow the horse's movement with a supple seat without bouncing on his back. Now it's actually easier to ride medium canter than the medium trot because in a medium trot the tendency to grip with your lower leg is greater whereas it's usually easier to sit quieter in the canter, especially if the horse is relaxed through his back. Now, if you need any extra help with this, we do have an article and a podcast episode titled How to Get an Independent Seat, so you can search for that in our archives. But rider requirement number two is that you must have an elastic rein contact. So your horse must accept a soft elastic rein contact, 
because if the contact is fixed and blocking, the horse won't be able to work through his back and seat the contact. So if you ease your hand forward, the horse will most likely hollow rather than following the bit. Rider requirement number three is that you must be able to ride a good half halt because the half halt is crucial for smooth transitions and to help keep the horse balanced as he lengthens his stride to cover more ground. Again, if you need any help with this, search for the episode, How to Ride a Half Halt. And the last rider requirement we're going to talk about, number four, is that you must be able to engage the horse's hind quarters. Because engagement is essential if you're going to produce the power that's needed to propel the horse forward and uphill in the medium canter whilst remaining straight and balanced. Again, if you need any help with this, search for the episode, How to Develop Your Horse's Engagement in the Canter. Okay, so now we're going to go over seven tips to help you ride the medium canter. So tip number one is that when riding the medium canter, your aids should be discreet and you should concentrate on sitting still. Now, the judge doesn't want to see you prodding your horse with your spurs or kicking him every stride nor is rowing or driving with your seat attractive or necessary. Tip number two, when you first start teaching your horse the medium canter, don't ask for clear transitions into and out of the pace. Now, once your horse is better balanced, you can then start to introduce the transitions in preparation for your first attempt at the medium canter in a dressage test. Tip number three, is to create the impulsion that you need gradually, rather than firing your horse down the long side of the arena. Now, firing your horse abruptly will probably result in him bringing his hindquarters in or throwing his head up to balance himself. Now, instead, you need to keep your contact soft and elastic as you receive the energy that you've created and use half halts to help keep your horse balanced. Tip number four is that before you ask for medium canter strides, make him straight by riding well into the corner to bring his inside hind leg underneath his body and take up a slight shoulder fall positioning. Then you can ease your hands forward slightly and ask the horse to cover the ground without speeding up. Now again, don't ask for too much in the early stages of the horse's training as that will push the horse onto the forehand and if the horse becomes unbalanced, he will probably break into trot. So keep the tempo and the rhythm the same and allow the horse to gradually increase the length of his stride. Tip number five is don't lean back and adopt a driving seat position because that will simply cause the horse to hollow his back against the discomfort that you're causing him. Tip number six is don't use your reins to balance the horse. Now that will simply cause the horse to lean on your hands and either come hollow or bear down on your contact. So you should be able to ease your hand forward slightly without the horse losing his balance. And lastly, tip number seven is that as you approach the end of the long side of the arena, use a half halt to ride a transition back into working canter or collected canter. But remember to keep your legs on and close your hands slightly to capture the impulsion and maintain the connection and the engagement. 
Okay, so now we've covered what medium canter is, we've covered the rider requirements, we've covered problems, and we've also covered tips. We're gonna finally look at how to teach your horse to medium canter. Okay, so step number one. Ride down the long side of the arena in working canter, making sure that the horse is balanced and attentive to your aids. And then as you approach the corner, ride a half fault to ask the horse to sit on his hindquarters. Step number two, to help create more engagement and carrying power, and also to help keep the horse straight, ride him in a very slight shoulder fall position as you exit the corner before the long side. Step number three is on the long side, ease your hands forward slightly whilst keeping your legs on the girth. Now the horse should stretch his head and neck forward to seat the contact whilst lengthening his stride to cover more ground. And lastly, step number four, the key to riding a good medium canter is taking this teaching process slowly. So don't demand too much lengthening too soon. Gradually increase the number of medium canter steps, concentrating on maintaining the horse's balance and rhythm. Now, when the horse is stronger and more established, you can then ask more from him, as well as clearer transitions into and out of the pace. Okay, so lastly, I'm just going to share with you a couple of exercises that may help you whilst teaching your horse medium canter. So, you can ride medium canter on a 20 metre circle. And this encourages the horse to use his inside hind leg more, which in turn helps improve his balance and strength and helps to lighten his forehand. Again, ask for just a few steps of medium canter at a time and don't get carried away. The main problem with riding the exercise on a circle is that the horse may try to lean inward to balance himself, resulting in him motorbiking around the curve. But again, you can use a slight shoulder fork positioning to help keep the horse on one track and ensure that he doesn't start using his inside shoulder as a prop. Now, another fun way to teach medium canter is to ride it when out hacking. Now, always ride the exercise going uphill to develop the horse's strength and to help build muscles on his hind quarters. Just take care that the medium canter doesn't morph into a flat out gallop. And lastly, when you're in the school, you can use transitions into and out of medium canter to help keep the horse attentive and under control. So to wrap this episode up, as your horse learns to perform the medium canter, it can be used as one of the many transitions to help with suppleness, straightness and balance, which enables you to build a good quality base from which to teach the horse the higher level movements. Now, as with any new work, it's important to resist the urge to practice too much medium canter, especially if the horse is young or unfit, because overdoing this exercise can easily result in the horse coming on his forehand as he starts to tire. So remember, build up the work gradually over many months, and as the horse becomes stronger, he will be able to maintain the medium canter for longer periods. Now, if you have any other questions when it comes to this podcast episode, or if you have any other hints and tips that you would like to share with us, then please do so in the comments box at the bottom of the relevant blog post on our website. Alternatively, you can join our training forum, which you can find at howtodressage.com forward slash community. But to make sure that you don't miss out on any of our other books, 
our free stuff, our training diaries and competitions, please don't forget to like and follow us on our other social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter and Pinterest. We truly appreciate you tuning in today to listen to our podcast and hope that you've got a lot from it. For more, don't forget to check out our articles and other free stuff available on our website, howtodressage.com and pop by Amazon for our range of equestrian books, planners and diaries to help you stay on track with your competitions and training. Bye for now.